The following podcast is a Rotten Corpse Radio production. To the Rotten Corpse Radio Podcast, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. I'm Ryan. With me as always. Cover Pocrisy. Every fucking time. No shit, sadly. Well, not every single time, but <laughs> most every time. <laughs> most every time. If you look at how many episodes he's been on versus anybody else who's been invited on the show, he's definitely been on more than anybody. <laughs> Other than me. I don't know if that's a compliment, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the sadder thing is, is to find out how many episodes we've done. We've already done like over 110 Jesus. of these. Almost 20 of the wrestling shows. And special, not even counting specials, because we've done spe- a lot of specials too. So we've done a fair amount of these. So yeah, I mean, we've been doing them for over two years. <laughs> I'm putting a timestamp on this shit. It's like, we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> but... Uh, but they're still fun, so. Funzy, funzy. Funzy, funzy. And we would be doing this for free anyway, just over the phone. <laughs> so It doesn't really matter, yeah. We'd yeah. And sadly, the conversations would be just as long. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Sometimes longer. <laughs> go bleed over an hour or what. Yeah. And then you get, like, people, you know, my in the phone's back. dying to you. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I just put mine on the charger. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> And I got one of those gay. I need to watch some porn. Leave me alone. I got one of those gas iPhones too, so you can't even plug the charger in while you have your headset on. You can't. It's like you just can't. Just unless gay. you get a splitter. But I have wireless headphones, so that's the only reason why I can. But I had to have that extra expense. Mm. <laughs> and today we will be talking about the Fab Five, and not the Michigan Wolverines from the early '90s people. And we're also. Well, actually, that'd be the Fab Four. We're not going to talk about the Beatles either. Fuck those guys. Oh, fuck those guys. We're not even going to talk about Absolutely Fabulous, which would be more of a duo than anything. Right, darling? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this would be... Our fab fi- Five of Horror. Yeah, more or less, like... It's a really, it's a really awesome, iconic list of villains of slasher films. We're just going to point that out. Of slasher films. We're not broad stroking our fucking, um, our, our subject matter here by saying, oh yeah, it's all, we all, we're also including supernatural horror or all these other films. You know, we're just, no, just slasher films. <laughs> so slasher well, icons. it should be the Fab Six. Yeah. But we just did an episode on that. Yeah, so we're going to exclude one guy. 
even though he's probably in the list. And if you think he should be in the list, then hey, great, put him on your list. And of course, all these characters actually appear in one iteration of a video game or another. Um, as well as all these characters should also be extra characters on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so, <laughs> and three of them actually are. Or two of them. Yeah, two of them. Uh, so yeah, let's kind of get into this. So our first on our list is our favorite Jason. Me and Stavro actually have our own unique favorite Jason. There are fucking nine films in a Versus movie to pull from. Uh, actually, ten. Ten films in a Versus mm. movie. Um, and this character actually most recently had a video game who has many of those same fun versions of Jason <laughs> available as playable characters. Actually, I would love for them to add the Jason I want. Yeah. He would be great. Mm. He'd use axes, machetes. Everything. Uh-huh. Screwdrivers. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking... So, before we get into it, I want to point out that now have seen the Tom Savini skinned... Ver- and I got to see it on launch because I, I actually donated to Kickstarter originally and... Um, I even talked to Tom about this, too. Tom actually designed this whole character as a CG model. He didn't make a fucking a raw model, like a, you know, like a, like a clay-sculpted model or anything like that. He did this all on computer. This kind of goes to show what level of fucking, like, of art design that this guy fucking does. I mean, you would always, like, old schoolers like us who are really into, like, the practical effects of horror and stuff are always going to, like, remember Tom, you know, Tom Savini from, you know, like, his time in Friday the 13th as well as, you know, the Romero films that he's done, special effects for. I mean, we're still seeing a version of his special effects in television shows like The Walking Dead. Um, We still see some of his effects being done in more modern, you know, like, modern films. Like, if you see, like... um, like the From Dust Till Dawn television series. Oh, God, yes. Um, I mean, we, we, you see a lot of his, his stamps everywhere. Even though he's not physically doing that shit anymore. You know, he kind of, his, his legacy's kind of carried on. Oh, well, Nicoretto going wild, yeah. Yeah. Especially with those guys. And so the thing, so the thing that we're seeing here with, uh, you know, with that new Jason, he's kind of got this weird, like, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, and I'm sure bit hardcore fans who are listening to this who got the fact that we're even talking about Jason. Okay, I have a check. <laughs> um, would recognize the fact that this version of Jason Voorhees looks like they hybrid him with, like, Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. He literally looks like... This is probably what Jason looked like in hell after Freddy Krueger drug him down. <laughs> this is probably what he looked like. It was like. a better version of Jason after a shitty movie. Yeah, and then he popped out, and all of a sudden he looks like the Toxic Avenger. It's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> what the fuck happened? How did that fucking happen? He's all bubbled up and shit. What the hell? Um, so, yeah, what's your favorite, uh, Jason? Mirrors. Derek Mears? Derek Mears. Now, why is that? Because that movie was so great, and he was so good at it, and he 
It was mostly the tunnels and the way he was going about it and sharpening that fucking blade on that big old fucking grind. Yeah. Um, just how they made him a survivor and then like a yeah a, an outdoorsman almost. They kind of where he lived off the land. In a sense, they kind of like they kind of brought him down to earth a little bit. And everybody knew about him. Yeah. And everybody knew to stay off his land basically and don't steal his fucking pot. Exactly. He was pretty fucking... He was pretty protective of his weed. I remember yeah, he that. was, dude. Little Kev from fucking... Always sunny in Philadelphia, dude. Figured that shit out quick. <laughs> <laughs> one, th- one of the things I liked about Derek Mears the most is the the remake of Friday the 13th was more of a nostalgia grab than anything. Because, like, you're taking... It was like one, two, and three put into a movie. Yeah, because you're taking, like, the style that was done for Jason in the original films. The fact that he was a, he was basically a hack of all trades in a sense. You know, oh yes, it, and the other reason I liked it is it had stupendous boobage, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, she has perfect nipple placement. Yes, and the guy perfect did, the, did, did, did the one hand cup. Oh god. Uh, he did the one hand classic Jason got a cup one booby. Mm-hmm. Hey you can't let that shit run free man. You gotta you oh, gotta man. you gotta you gotta, you gotta he fucking played a great douchebag yeah, and he it. died horribly <laughs> God, his death was great. As he, like, pulled the fucking blade up his chest and then threw him on the fucking... The remind- foreshadowing of that one hay truck that they did earlier in the he, movie. He kind of reminds me of, like, a young Tom Cruise, too. He had, he had a very Tom Cruise-esque kind of look to him. Well, if you watch him behind the scenes, he put on glasses. Oh, I know, yeah. And you're like, you don't look like a douchebag anymore. Yeah. And you look like a dork. <laughs> I don't want to hit you now. <laughs> I don't want to hit you now. Um, and Daniel Panabaker and... Oh, God. So gorgeous. And, dude, they just had a great cast of women in it. Mm. Uh, I'm always going to be a big fan of the the scene where the girl is placed, or she got thrown into the fire in the sleeping bag. Oh, yeah, where the fucking, oh, yeah, where the house collapsed. That was great. That was so good. Uh, No, I'm sorry, the the bear trap and the guy getting the machete in the head. Yeah, that was pretty good. The boyfriend going to try to save his girlfriend, it was burning above the fire. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, although I do love the, the visceral nature of the remake, my favorite still. It's a movie I can pop on and watch over and over and over again. It's actually, it'll, like, I haven't bought it yet, only because, like, my direct uh, TV now has it for free, so I can just watch it whenever the fuck still I want. Just let my killer cut, dude. Um, <laughs> I can still watch it whenever the fuck I want to, but... I do eventually want to download on iTunes, like, Friday the 13th Part 2, because it's still my favorite. Still, still. Six was my favorite till that new one came out. Yeah, it's like, it's still my favorite. And it's my favorite for, you know, like, and we, we can kind of compare the two, really, but uh, it, it's fav- one of my favorite uh, Jasons ever, uh, which is a Warrington Gillette, um... He didn't really do much in his film career. He actually had a pretty shallow career. He was in a, the short film Penny Dreadful, as well as Time Walkers. He even had a little interview in the Crystal Lake Memories documentary. Um, he he really kind of he wasn't really kind of around, you know. He didn't really pursue a hardcore film career. Um, as were Derek Mears has been fucking doing shit since we were teenagers. Ninety four bitches. Fucking a man. Like he is just <laughs> God. You look at his filmography and you're like. Holy shit. You know, I mean, yeah. He's one of those parts. guys in Wild Wild West 
who tried to give Will Smith a whooping. Whooping. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he had so many like random characters. He's like, like fucking he, Alias, Dash Bridges. He's one of the Men in Black Two. He's one of the Russian bad guys in The Tick. Uh, <laughs> he's like fucking. I think he was the guy who uh, had the balls on the chin in Men in Black Two. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. He was in Signs. He was in fucking. Uh, Time belts. I never heard of that. I don't even know why I mentioned it. It was just next up in line. Um, he was in the he was in the TV short Night Stalkers, um, uh-huh. the Haunted Mansion, well, unaccredited though. The Shield. Yeah, that's weird. Star Trek Enterprise, CSI New York. Fucking cursed. Fuck, he was a werewolf and cursed. No shit. Holy it's, shit. He was probably a fucking physical because like all the werewolves were like. CG, so he was probably like a mocap guy. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh... My name is Earl. (laughs) He was the father and the pro-life episode of Masters of Horror. Mm -hmm. Fucking... I mean, just... The Hills Have Eyes, too, as uh, as Chameleon. Um, that's what he's better known for before, you know, before... Wasn't he in Hills Have Eyes 1 as well? I thought he was, but I guess he he wasn't. I'm looking at his list. I'm not seeing him on here. Well, it should be up further, shouldn't it? No, because this Hills Have Eyes too was the remake. Oh, two thousand seven, two thousand seven. Yeah. It was the it was the hardcore remake that had like the brutal rape scene in it. And... Oh, at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, um, that was a brutal rape scene, please. Well, compared to some of the other shit, and of course, um, also who was in, oh you know who I'm confusing him with? Hmm. I'm confusing him with the dude that was in Hills Have Eyes one and two. He was the one that played Pluto, the really big guy. Yeah. Um. That guy was one of those guys I also thought should have played Jason at some point because he's a real big, physical, um, physically, you know, imposing guy. Uh, see, he was in MacGruber. Oh, God. Post Friday the 13th. He's going to be in Predators as the classic Predator. No, that was Predators in 2010. Oh, yeah, it was. Okay, so yeah, the fucking... So he was one of the Predators. He was in the television show Community. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Chuck Tides. Chuck, the TV show. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to think he was also... Cause I know he, Okay, so I know he was in Hansel, or Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. I knew he was that. He was, he the, was, the, he was, he the, was the big dude. Yeah. You know, the big face and everything. Um, small part in Hatchet 3. Um, fucking, uh, he was in one of the Percy Jackson movies as the Cyclops. Yep. Uh... Sons of Anarchy. It was the Krampus and Grimm. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think... Okay, first off, I didn't even think that they had American actors in any of the Dead Snow movies. I thought they were all fucking Swedish. Mm-hmm. So that's a surprise to see that he was in Red vs. Dead, um, the second one. As in Comedy Bang Bang. True Blood, two episodes. Yeah. Fucking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. It was probably the anime... Anime? 2014, the Do- Dojo the, Ninja. Oh, because that was on the movies. Yeah, that was the first movie. That yeah, came, the remake of the movies that came out. Jesus, it's on a Key and Peele episode as a monster. Um, Pop star, never stop, never stopping. <laughs> one of the other things I'm not sure that's even on this list uh, that Derek Mears was um, was in is he's in um, a video game. It's kind of like a, it kind of has that weird style of um, yeah, it's not even on here. Um, it's in the style of like, um, God, what is that? What's that game called? Uh, the really stupid, 
that really stupid fucking Lego game that kids play nowadays. I have no idea. Uh, the 8-bit one. Minecraft. Oh, God. It's just like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Minecraft, but you're a, you're a murderer. It's called like Slay, yeah, Slay Away Camp. Oh, really? Yeah, so Derek Mears does the voice of the killer in uh, Slay Away Camp. And I think he also did the mo-capping for the killer. Um, but it's, it's in the style of like 8-bit animation and shit. It looks like an old NES game. Um, but in 3D. Uh, but yeah, he's been doing a lot of shit. He was in the television series as Moloch um, for Sleepy Hollow, which I'm so bummed out to see that series ended. No shit. Yeah, that series was that was actually a fun series. Takes us to our next actor, or our next character, and we don't have to have a favorite. We can just have a favorite movie. <laughs> but Chucky. Oh, just favorite movie? Only ever played by Brad Dorff. Brad Dorff, one person. Yep. Um, I gotta go with... Two. Two was fun. I like the ending of two. Three didn't. No, three, three was stupid. Mm-hmm. Three, uh, three I was not a big fan of. Actually, out of all the Child's plays, my favorite's uh, Bride of Chucky. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jennifer fucking Tilly, man. Oh, God. She's so hot and so fun to look at in that movie. And it was funny. I love Alexis Arquette's death scene. That was great. Oh, um, my God. Where she gets suffocated by Chucky. Like, yeah. sitting on him. Yeah. A fucking, like, 10-pound doll sitting on your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is just... Funny. And I love the fucking, um, the champagne in the ceiling and shit. It falls on the two, the two, the couple in bed. And then Chucky and Tiffany have the... I think I love you. They have the doll sex scene. I made a, you wear a condom? I made a rubber, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you wear a rubber. <laughs> I'm all rubber, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I will say, though, like, Child's Play 2, though, um, as a film, back-to-back from the original, though, is pretty freaky. Like, the whole... Oh, especially when you're getting all fucked up at the, the doll shop at the end. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's, he's like... down, and... He's got the fucking arm... The, the blade for an arm, and... <laughs> <laughs> he's all just fucking tore up and shit. I love how he killed the father in the laundry room at the bo- at the in the uh, basement of the house. And yeah. So, who do you think would be a good Chucky if they were to do a remake of the film and Don Mancini had nothing to do with it? Brad Dorf. <laughs> see, I'm gonna go with. Uh, let's see. I want to go with the guy who was, um, he was in season two of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, it's Ball. Yeah, the guy who played Ball. Um, Shit, I thought that was him. I know, he looks like young fucking, like a really young uh, version of Brad Dorff. It's pretty crazy. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's a, it's a Joel uh, Tubek. Mm. Yeah, he, you look at this guy... He totally, he's like this weird kind of Germanish kind of looking version of like Brad Dorff almost. Just really fucking freaky looking. He was also in Lord of the Rings, much like Brad Dorff was. Um, he was an orc lieutenant in that movie. Uh, he was in 30 Days a Night. Um, he was also in Eagle vs. Shark. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. It was uh, one of the first movies that had Jermaine from Fly of the Concords in it. Yeah. It was really silly. Uh, Ghost Rider. Um, just to name a few. He's done a lot of fucking shit. But he'd be a good replacement. 
if he can pull the if he can pull the scream off. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see. Moving on. Another another one of those. Only one guy. Only one guy truly ever played him. Even though there are two credited. Um, well, three if you count the guy who played him in part two. Uh, yeah, the one that had a arm that looked like fucking Frankenstein. Yeah, basically. Uh, but Freddy Krueger, Robert England. Now Robert's done a lot of shit other than Freddy. Oh God, being fucking Monster Slayer. Oh yeah, Jack Jack Brooks. Two thousand one Maniacs. And I loved him in two thousand one Maniacs. And Hatchet, fucking. I mean, just I mean, Bad Phantom of the Opera. That was a good yeah. one. Um, he directed. Uh, he, I think he directed Nine Seven Six Evil. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting. That was an interesting cut too, because I mean, it featured the guy who played Evil Ed uh, from Fright Night in it. Mm-hmm. Um, was the main kid. <coughs> a lot of '80s action in that movie. Oh God, yes. <laughs> I remember, like one time, it was like um, I think I was watching Showtime when I had a. Uh, I was living in an apartment, and I had to steam clean my rug because I was ba- cat sitting for somebody whose cat just peed everywhere. Eating poop <laughs> so, I bowled that cat down the stairs, by the way. I love cats, too, but that cat did not deserve my love. Did not deserve my love. And, uh, yeah, I remember, like, sitting there, kind of um, thinking to myself, you know, like, what do I want to watch? I go on demand, and I start looking through shit, and I was like, ah, oh, 976 Evil's on. So I fucking popped it on. In the credits. I didn't even know it was done by Robert England. I was just like, when I saw him his name in the credits, I fucking popped. I was like, I can't believe that. That's fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's always going to be a favorite. You know, like, he, to Freddy Krueger, he's always going to be synonymous to Freddy Krueger, much how uh, Bela Lugosi or Christopher Lee was to Dracula. Or, you know, how Lon Chaney is to the Wolfman. I mean, oh God, yeah. he's 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 always going to be a classic, you know. And for a lot of like horror villains, especially the ones who wore masks, so many people played them. So many people. Um. But for but for Freddy Krueger, I mean Jackie Jackie Earl Haley in the remake, it was a good movie. Yeah, I loved it. I actually liked it. So. I I was a big fan of it, but. Jackie Earl Haley living on as a Freddy Krueger. They really, they really have to hammer down the script and hammer down the film to make a truly good follow-up to Nightmare on Elm Street if they're ever going to do it. I mean, they could always just make a sequel to the one with Jackie and just have a better fucking everything. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not trying to go the Christopher Nolan route and just try to make a a good movie. But I think that was the other thing, too, is they were trying to put too much emphasis on much how Christopher Nolan made Batman feel more real. They wanted to make Freddy Krueger feel more real. and They definitely made him more scary, but some of the shitty CGI and some of the other bullshit they put in there, it just didn't make the movie feel like a nightmare. But it was still cool. And um, What's your favorite Freddy? Huh? What's your favorite Freddy? Ever? Yeah. Fuck. I mean, big fan of fucking three. I know. Three. It like, always comes down between three and four for me. Yeah, yeah. Dream, dream Warriors and uh, 
and the and, and the Dream Master were both really well, good. Well, the reason I like I would go four is because I just like the one-liners and it's better. Yeah, <laughs> suck face. I love the fucking uh, when when he kills Alice's brother. Huh. Fucking um, uh, something I, I can't remember his name, but he does the whole Master Miyagi thing with him. Well, Jackie Son or, or yeah, Richard Son or something. Like that. He had some name. Those characters' name was, and then like when he shows up in the in Alice's dream, he's all "Hello, baby." Fucking. <laughs> um, but that was a that was a daydream. Like, yeah. At the funeral. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, I mean, the one thing I can say about like the Nightmare on Elm Street series is that like four and five have that one and three feel. You know, it's like Freddy only really well, I mean, ever... it has that really gruesome death yeah. that you get the cockroach. Because Freddy only really ever had two rivals. He had Nancy and he had Alice. And everybody else was just kind of in between, you know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, I think that's the only thing about New Nightmare that I liked is the fact that they tried to kind of pull... I mean, they did, a, they, went a, they did a swerve with it, you know, trying to make it like more... The reality becomes the movie, which was the only part that kind of took me away from it because it kind of felt stupid. Yeah. But... At the the same, only part that kept me in it. The robotic like, Wow, hand. Nancy's still hot. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Heather Lane camp in that movie was fucking like cool. milfy hot, dude. Oh my word! Yeah, she looked great. <laughs> I was like, I'd never seen her look that good. I was like, oh my word. I know, dude. She was like a dorky looking kid in the first one. Oh, I know, and she was kind of okay looking in the the third one. Uh huh. That was the other thing with Alice. You know, Alice was cute. You know, Alice had a little bit more going for her. And she had a lot of hot friends. All yeah, those, she did. All those bitches just, just die. This brings us to our next horror icon, who's very Freddy Krueger-esque. And not really personality. But in the fact that you only see him. Yeah. He's really the only one that ever should be. And they did make one movie, Razor Revelations. It was a big pile of shit. Never fucking see that movie unless you want to watch a movie, unless you want to watch a film on how not to make a movie. <laughs> no, just go take a big giant shit, look in the toilet, and hey, that's about as good as that movie was. Now, they are making a newer Hellraiser, Hellraiser Judgment with a guy who actually kind of looks more like Doug Bradley. Mm-hmm. And he actually had more acting chops, because the guy they had play Pinhead in Revelations... Had done, like, a commercial. That's it. Not even, a, not even a seasoned actor. I mean, Doug was a stage actor. He had stage fucking presence. Mm-hmm. He had he had a lot going for him in the sense... And, and he had history with Clive, too. Um, and I think the... You know, they were trying to go in the right direction when they made Revelations, but they just... It just kind of was another sad remake of one. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a good one. Mm-hmm. Not even a good one. No, but well, but Doug Bradley's always going to be Pinhead. Doug Bradley is and always will be Pinhead. Now, I was really happy to find out, um, and I didn't know this until I came back from Texas Frightmare Weekend this year, um, that uh, Tom Savini was, uh, you know, because he was there, he was promoting stuff, I even got his autograph and got a picture. Um, but I didn't know this until after the fact that he was at a meet-and-greet thing that Doug was attending where he actually did up Doug Bradley as Pinhead. So we got to see the, the, most, the, the last time 
that you saw it in the news, in photos, Doug Bradley as Pinhead, the most recent time was all Tom Savini makeup job. And it looked fucking cool. Like, he made him look cool. It still kind of, it was, you know, because Doug's an older guy now, so he did look a little bloated. Not to say that Doug's a fat guy, he's nice. Still kind of a skinny dude. He's got a little bit of belly on him, but he's old, you know? He's old. They got to make the appliances kind of mask the fact that he's super old. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's always going to look like that iconic ghost white faced fucking, you know, creature, you know, from, you know, from hell, but shit. Asking for Joey's help. Now, what is your favorite Hellraiser? Mm. I don't, I mean, I have a top five, but mine doesn't go past five, really. <laughs> no, not really. I'll give you top two on, Hell, on Hellraiser. My top two? I have to say my number two is, um, is going to be uh, Hellraiser Inferno. Um, I really like the way they did it. I like the fact that it has Doug, Doug Bradley-esque actors in it. Mm -hmm. It had a really unique story. It was more or less just kind of a, a remake of one, in a sense. Not really a remake, but it was like part one in the sense that it had a big... It had an arcing story that may have had something to do with the Cenobites, but didn't feature, have to feature the Cenobites in every single turn. Mm. Um, I really liked... You know, I liked everything about the movie, including, like, the weird twist at the end. And they just kept repeating that same formula over and over and over again um, in the sequels to follow. But Inferno was my second, and then my all-time favorite, Hellraiser, is Hellraiser 3, Hell, Hell on Earth. It's a big toss-up for me. doesn't matter which way I go, I like them both either way. It's like 1 and 1A, one and that's 2 and 3. Yeah, two, two and three are fucking. I mean, two is always going to be a good film, just because it's like you get to see the you get to see the fucking uh, the labyrinth, Leviathan. If they talk about you get to see the big giant Leviathan crystal kind of floating out and tormenting people. I love Shenard. And the shit monster coming at you after like, down the wall. Was that one? One and two. Oh, okay. Yeah, the fucking. Um, but I love Shenard. Oh, God, yes. Shenard is my favorite part about part two. <laughs> He's got the fucking shit coming out of his hands and stuff. He's like a hybrid Cenobite. It's like, the doctor is in. <laughs> so good. Anyways. We didn't even cue that, man. That just happened. That's just or that is organic right there. Also, also come into a MP3 near you, the Shenard Five. <laughs> it's only two people, but it's the Shenard Five. So. <laughs> we will make those other three people. <laughs> the power of editing. <laughs> editing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Also, too, the one thing I really like about um, about the Hellraiser universe too, and I really wanted to see a little bit more of it, and it would have been a perfect excuse to bring back Scott Bakula. Was uh, the Scarlet, um, the Scarlet Gospels, which the Scarlet Gospels is actually Clive's swan song for Pinhead in a sense. It's it's a good way of closing the series. It's a good way of tying up loose ends from other storylines. But it features the uh, it features the main character from Lord of Illusions, which was played by Scott Bakula, 
and it's weird seeing because I don't I don't ever think of of Henry of uh, of Henry Damore in that sense. I never think of him as being Scott Bakula because like I envision when I first read like when I read the first story with that character, I never thought to myself, yeah, that's Scott Bakula. Not until I saw the movie, I was like, oh, okay, Scott Bakula. Yeah, okay, Scott Bakula. <laughs> I kept expecting, like, Scott Bakula to get out of that situation with Nix, you know, like, like I kept expecting him to, like, quantum leap out of there. <laughs> it's kind of, I don't know, when you've seen a guy in something for such a long time, it's really hard to imagine him doing anything else. Kind of like Patrick Stewart, you know, everybody's always going to see uh, fucking Jean-Luc Picard, you know. <laughs> or Xavier. Yeah, or Xavier. It's really hard to see him as a fucking... He was playing that for 17 years as well. Yeah. So it's kind of... Speaking of which, yeah, the fucking... The way they close his uh, his character out. And, oh, yeah. Dude, the way they get rid of him and Logan is so brutal. <laughs> his death was so fucking bad. Ugh. It was so quick, too. Like, no, no chance to mourn. Uh-oh. You just have to go from one thing to another to another. It's like, another. bam, 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 more action. Yep. But, um... But, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Now, going away from... Now, we're going back to a character who has been played by numerous people. Yeah. And... We don't really have to go down the list of who our favorite is, probably. Because it's probably the same guy. i got to give you a top two. Okay. Of course, uh, what's his face from Rob's? Yeah. But I really... Tyler, ben, Tyler yeah, Maine. Tyler Maine, but Data fucking goddamn Michael Myers. Oh, Don Shanks. <laughs> Don Shanks, dude. Dude, I love Don <laughs> Shanks. Don Shanks is like... Yeah, if I if I had to narrow him down, I would have pro- I'd, I'd reverse it. Oh really? So like Tyler Mayne would probably be my favorite. Um, he was really good as Michael Myers, but Don Shanks is so fucking fun as Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Like, just Data. <laughs> Every time I see Data, him, like, <laughs> and I met him in person too. He kind of looks like a buff Brent Spiner. Mm-hmm. He kind of does. He kind of looks like the he's all jacked and shit. He's still in good shape for his age, man. He's. Um, I mean, he's no Dick Warlock. I mean, where are those guys? <laughs> he's no Dick Warlock. <laughs> he's the only stunt guy in history who has the best name ever. Dick Warlock. Um, but yeah, no, Don Shanks, though. God, that guy. Like, dude, that Halloween. Like, I'll say that Halloween 4 and 5 are just as scary as 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. 1 and 2 were fucking scary. Those movies are freaky as fuck. And... Well, the thing is, four or five were scarier, at least to me. Yeah, cause because because I wasn't a teenager; I was a little kid. We were the same age as Daniel Harris. Watching her go through some of that shit made you think twice about even wanting to go trick or treating. Yeah, and, those and years. that's why I was so pissed when H two O came out and like you ditched your daughter. What a bitch! Fuck Fucking you! Cunt. And they took him till eight to kill the bitch. I was happy as fuck when they killed her. Oh, it was like about fucking time. At the beginning of the movie, too. It's like, all right. Oh, thank you. Get rid of her, man. She doesn't need to, she doesn't no, deserve she to does live. She does not need to be in here. No. Now you just need to go kill a fucking what's-his-face from H2O as well. Oh, okay. fucking, um, Hello Cool J? No, Play uh, the Sun. Yeah, um, 
Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Good actor. Love you, Josh. That Lucky Number Slevin movie, that's a great movie. Oh, but it's fucking you awesome. You still need to die from H2O. Fuck yeah. There's some unfinished business in that shit. Um, God, who's the daughter in that? Or not the daughter, but the girlfriend in that. Uh, one of the girls from Dawson's Creek, the blonde yeah. girl. Yeah. yeah. And then the Dude. other hot chick was uh, Nash Bridges' daughter. Oh, yeah. And Nash Bridges, she used to be hot. stabbed in the leg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, though, my favorite scene from that movie is the whole drop-down thing with Michael Myers. Like, Jamie going? Lee Curtis is, like, walking through the thing with the axe, and he just kind of lowers himself down all ninja-like, and it's like, ah, uh, so that was the only creepy part about that movie. Yeah, that was about it. That was it. Like, six. I mean, The Curse of Michael Myers wasn't even that great, but it had a lot of moments. Uh-huh. A lot of classic moments. No shit, dude. And... Had Paul Rudd, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't like a movie with Paul Rudd in it? Fuck. I was actually uh, watching, uh, speaking of Paul Rudd, I was watching an old, they, uh, I was on Facebook, and there was an uh, old Nintendo commercial. Oh, yeah? Paul Rudd was in it for the Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah, they're re-releasing the 64. Yeah, so they kind of redid, the, they put out that old commercial they had when the 64 first came out. That was Paul Rudd. Really? The, Paul Rudd! As I hold up my Ant-Man figurine. <laughs> oh, wow, really? You yeah. like that movie that much, huh? Actually, uh, Kiva gave this to me. We were, uh, we were like, um, we were getting some snacks at this, uh, at this uh, kind of like one of those big Asian markets and whatnot by her house. And they, uh, one of the uh, snack things, like one of the snack boxes that you can get, comes with these little figurines. And it just comes with a random fucking Marvel character. And she had, like, four of them. So she was like, hey, you want one? <laughs> there, you want one? Okay, I hadn't even seen the movie yet. You hadn't even had me watch Ant-Man yet, and I had this. That actually turned out to be a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah, I, I actually enjoyed it. I wasn't even sure I was going to like it at all, because it was like, I had a, I was already having a really bad time with a lot of Marvel films, so it was a tough one. For me, it was super tough. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite Halloween movie out of the series? Not counting Danny McBride's new one. We're not, we haven't, we've We're not wa- counting that one yet because we ain't seen it. No. I can imagine it might be good. I'm just going to throw that out there. Number one, Rob's are not going to make it. Nope. Rob's were, Rob Zombie's remake was cool. No, Rob made me very sad. By putting his wife in the movie too much? That and killing Danielle Harris and putting up fucking pictures. Twice? No shit. Twice? Putting up pictures of Danielle Harris <laughs> in the director's cut she while she's same, getting murdered when she, she was 10 years old. She essentially has the same death in both movies, but she really gets killed in the, in the last one. Oh, like, dude. And, and that's the one that breaks oh. her, her, what's her face. Just breaks her. Dude. Oh, like, but I gotta say. So brutal. <laughs> that's the only brutal death in those movies, too. I gotta say two and four. Two and four? Yeah. I would. Yeah. Two, two is my number one. Two is my absolute favorite Halloween. I, even though I have owned more copies of part one than any than any horror film. I remember like when we were kids watching two. Remember that one part where the kid was going to the ER with his mouth all mm-hmm. fucked up? Yeah, and I know that's... That the, made you go like this when you were a kid. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, this, it's not going to make sense to anybody, but I'm, I always say like Halloween 2 is my favorite Halloween film. But Halloween 1 is my favorite horror movie ever. 
That doesn't make any sense to a lot of people. It's like, well, why wouldn't, why wouldn't two be your favorite? Because, like, if I said every horror film ever made, Halloween, the original Halloween is my favorite because that movie still spooks me out. I can still watch it today. It's the only horror movie to ever get rated a four and a half star. Yeah. I mean, I can, I get a little bugged every time I watch it. Not not that it scares me, but it does, I get chills. It's eerie. Every time I watch it. And it's like, that's John Carpenter magic right there. Only he can make a movie like that. Well, that's one, like, my favorite time of year yeah. is fall. Yeah. Why? Halloween movies made fall look creepy. Yeah. But Especially with them, you know, walking home from school, Jason behind them. Yeah. Or not Jason, I'm sorry, Michael Myers behind them. And just, like, it made the setting of, like, a, a city, like, when the leaves are falling and fall yeah. setting in, you, it, it made it ominous and, and creepy and... You know, the movie It Follows did that really well for summertime, but it's just, it's missing so much. Like, I don't know if you've seen It Follows yet, but um, it's it's an okay one watch. Like, you watch it once, it's fine. It's not one of those movies you got to watch over and over and over mm-hmm. again. You may have to watch it over and over again to understand what's going on, unless you really pay attention and you just smoke a lot of weed. Because <laughs> you'll totally get it if you do that. But, um, but, yeah, it's just like when you watch It Follows, it, it has that same feel for the summer. Like, it gives the summertime that same eerie aura that like only a Halloween film has ever done with the fall you know and well the fall like it's I don't know if it was the color of the houses in the fall and the leaves down but it was just it was cinematography cinematic wise it yeah. looked beautiful oh yeah it's like the colors just it, I don't know I've always loved fall yeah and they, and they did a good job with every single with one two four and five I mean three to a point but we well, don't like it's thrill me. Thrill me. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, but like uh but definitely six sucked. Yeah, six wasn't that great. I mean seven super sucked. Yeah. And I actually didn't mind the one with uh a resurrection with yeah, the, uh, resurrection with, with uh Buster Rhymes and Buster Rhymes. Tyra I did Max not mind that black man surviving because he got he got fucked up. up. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually kinda wanted him to kind of Cause he seemed like a badass with those knives. I know. He, he like you wanted to think like yeah, if anybody could stand up to Michael Myers, it's this motherfucker. And he's then, a big boy, dude. Yeah, but fucking hey, man, he got his ass handed to him. Which you know, if we're if we're using pro wrestling, the rules, hot chick from Battlestar Galactica before she was Battlestar Galactica, oh, got her yeah. fucking head lopped off. Oh fucking um, yeah, she's gonna be at this year's Comic Con. Oh really? Yeah. So by the time you hear this, it might actually be Comic Con season. Might actually be Comic Con weekend by the time you hear this, but um, yeah, she's she's supposed to be here. Uh, yeah, Katie Sackoff, and um, God, she's a oof. tasty treat. Oh my word, that woman's so fucking brutal. But she's like Amazonian hot, you know. She's she's a bigger girl, but she's not like she's not your everyday petite little. She's muscle. yeah, like she's the, built. the Riddick movie where she played oh, a badass. Dude. I believe she was a badass. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that girl's built. I actually want to see her in a match against fucking, um, uh, her against Ronda Rousey in the WWE. <laughs> technically, Katie Sackhoff is a part of the WWE family with that, um, oh, another movie with that have, Oculus movie. Another movie we need to check out. Huh. Same guy that did, uh, the John Wicks. Yeah. Is doing that Charlize Theron Atomic Blonde. Oh. 
Yeah, I might have to check that out. Uh-huh. I mean, Atomic Bomb look cool anyway. Yeah, well, they kind of lost me like, it's a female James Bond. No, it's a female fucking John Wick. Eh, <laughs> pretty much. But she's more of a master of disguise, kind of. Uh, I do not know. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what she she's She killed doing. a dude with a heel. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> bad. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck a pen. <laughs> Hey, it's a point. It's a pointy object. No it's shit. gonna go in somebody's eye. Yeah, fucking. It, uh, it looks like it's worthy, along with it. And uh, come November, I'm gonna have to force you to watch some superhero movies. Um, okay, before at we at least Justice League. Before we close out, just kind of jumping into remakes and classic films. It's kind of this is not a slasher film, but it's definitely a classic. Um, Dario Argento's Suspiria uh, being remade um, has uh, Chloe By Asia Argento? No. Uh, has uh, Chloe Moretz and a few other people in it. Um, actually looks like it could be cool. They haven't really had any real previews but you get to see a lot of like weird posters and shit. They're claiming though the movie's supposed to be almost three hours long. It's a horror? Yeah. No. Now, if you remember the original Suspiria, it's just a bunch of girls getting killed. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, let's. Yeah, it's like, where are we going with this? Like, are we gonna see three hours of bitches getting murdered? <laughs> like, is it really gonna happen? Crayon color blood flying everywhere. It's just gonna be like a classic Italian movie. It's like, uh No, nah, I don't know if I can sit through three hours of horrors. Yeah, no shit. I can't even sit through three hours of porn like that, okay? Come on. Oh, I know. Like, modern porn is so brutal, because, like, offers 12 scenes. Each scene's, like, 45 minutes long. Like, oh, my God. Just chop it down. That's why That's why I love internet porn. Just find your favorite scene. Well, I'm not feeling that. How you doing, mm. buddy? No, you're not feeling that either? Okay. No? Okay, we're, we're going to keep searching. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to search. We can just go keywords at this point. We're not even going by actors. We're just going by keywords now. See if we can find anybody new. Mm-hmm. Oh, she looks cute. Yeah, let's try this one. She looks cute. <laughs> so I found new porn actresses. Come on, people. All right. So yeah, I think this is it for today. Um, yeah. Follow us. Follow us. Not like it follows. Because that's more like um, a weird unknown force. It's like a sexually transmitted death. I don't Beautiful. Even, I don't even want to know how to further explain that other than that. Um... But yeah, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, at Rotten Corpse ENT, as well as you can find our podcast on, you know, many, you know, put it on many devices, many platforms. I haven't mentioned this yet, but SoundCloud is now on the Xbox Live. So if you have Xbox and you want to download our podcast, boom, there you go. If you haven't found us yet already and you didn't know you can do that, there we are. We can, you can probably pull us up on your phone or whatever. But you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Google Play. Meh! Meh! See? Oh, Google Play. Meh! Um, <laughs> uh, you never catch me at Google. Meh! And if you want some, and if you want some updated stuff, uh, we'll be putting some more. Uh, we'll be putting contests and some other weird shit on there eventually. But uh, go to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash Rotten Corpse Radio. Um, you'll find some new episodes of the podcast as well as uh, some of our tribute items. We got our tribute to George Romero up there as well as um, uh, some of our movie reviews. 
you haven't seen The Void, go see that movie. It's fucking cool. It's like somebody took The Thing and Hellraiser and mixed them both together, and pretty pretty cool. If you like really weird special or like practical effects and stuff, it's pretty awesome. Um, but for everything gory and disturbing, go on corporate radio.com. Yeah.